Beyond FM. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. The 314. St. Louis. Beyond FM. The best of everything STL. They said it was just a good story. One that would soon come to an end. They expected us to be satisfied with how far we've come. We're not satisfied. We're here to prove that the past is merely a point of reference and not a predictor of the future. Our team is relentless. We've overcome adversity. We've delivered at the most crucial times. Do you think we have their attention now? You think they can hear us? It's bigger than us. It's about our city. All of us, together, pushing towards the same goal. This is about our dream. About chasing immortality. A collective idea. A singular goal. Do you want it? Do you want to be a part of the greatest time in our history? Together, we're going to dig deep and give everything we have because this, this is all we know. Our eyes are on the ultimate goal. This is about writing a story that will be told for generations to come. And they think we're at the end. Hey, buddy, we're still here. Parental discretion strongly advised. It's sports and local music wrapped up into one. It's Hat Tricks with Patrick on Beyond FM. Regulators, mount up!
The best of everything STL Beyond FM. Welcome to the Monday Night Show. There is the 45 with Disaster, and you are listening to the Hat Trick. It's a uh, it's a glorious Monday night. Hopefully, everybody got to enjoy the day. You know, with the great weather and all. Dougie, did you? Yeah, I was busy, but yeah, I got to enjoy it. A little busy dealing with the uh, possibility of a flood going on down that. Down yeah, that there's some flooding going on. Um, Every time I hit my GPS, it says uh, flood possible. Roads Same may be flooded. <laughs> Same with me. Driving, even driving through Kirkwood, there was sections of that. <laughs> so it's it was it's been an interesting day. In the studio tonight, we got the one and only. I think he brought his. No, he didn't bring his normal jacket that he wears while he's on stage. No, I didn't. He that, didn't. I'm a man of many jackets, my it, friend. Oh man, because every time I've seen you play, you always got that. You got one particular jacket. I think I've seen you uh-uh. wear a couple different times. It's multiple jackets. I've yeah. got several. Oh. There's a whole closet full. It's fantastic. Jackets <laughs> are like one of the best things ever invented. We got Jared Gleason from the 45 in the show. I'm a little disappointed that the, the rest of the boys couldn't show up, but I was def- I'm you definitely. You do your show on Monday, dude. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently that's a problem with every, for like so many different Nobody people. Nobody wants to do shit on Monday. <laughs> what are you thinking? Most people work on Mondays. <laughs> it's the worst day of the goddamn week. <laughs> Is it really that bad, though? It's I'm, fine. It's, okay. it's a day. It. It's we the start of the week. Friday because then Tony gets mad because we're interrupting shows. And yeah, he's got his show on Thursday. He, he wants at least a couple days separation between his show and our show. So It's a power struggle, huh? Yeah, it's a bit of a power struggle. Man, speaking, of Tony, speaking of Tony, we thank him for all his help with this. He actually was able to help us uh, fix our issue with computers and whatnot. So thank you to Tony for doing what you do. Whatever you did. We'll give you a call back in a couple of weeks when we need it again. <laughs> More than likely. You won't hear from us for at least another three weeks before we have to say, hey, Tony, can you fix this again? Uh, thanks a lot, Tones. 
Appreciate you. Yeah, we got Jared in the studio tonight, so thank you for showing up. No, Jared. man, absolutely. Probably absolutely. the been most to do this for a while. You have been a big supporter of the forty five. Probably the most punctual person I've ever met when it comes to. We interview. load in early. It's definitely <laughs> the most punctual to this show. It's what we do. <laughs> he was he he was almost more on time than you were. And I live here. <laughs> Jared, man, what's going on, brother? Well. You know, as far as that, like I said, man, I uh, I wanted to say thank you. You have been a big supporter of this band, and we do recognize that. And I feel bad that it's taken so long to come in and and do your show. So I, you do not need to feel bad. I uh, no, I wanted to say thank you, man, yeah. uh, for everything. And we need to do that. That's something that needs to be expressed in person. So well, here we are. So you guys put out some great freaking music. You guys put on a hell of a show. When I've seen you guys live, the music videos. All of it. I was telling Doug, I gotta, I gotta point this out. Uh, the subtlety in disaster, mm-hmm. the video for disaster. Okay, which I'm guessing you were probably a little bit wasted on. No, because well, uh, when you stepped out, because you put your like when the car breaks down at the yeah. beginning, you step forward yeah. like, so we're here. I thought you were completely drunk. No. At that point. Absolutely not. And that was acting, <laughs> you know, no. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, of the three, that is definitely, that's our first, you know, and that, that, that scene took a long, uh, it took a couple takes, but it was so weird when you open, you know, the shot where all the bottles come out of the van. Yes. So it's Brandon, our drummer, his buddy, it's his van. And he's like the coolest guy ever because yeah. he loans us this van and it's awesome. It's like we used it in the second video, uh, Roll Me Home as well because the, the way it comes in and <laughs> we're sitting on the side and we're like, what if we open the door and all this shit falls out of it? And we're like, well, okay. And we went and we just got a bag of trash and dumped it in this dude's van. <laughs> It just just grabbed just random get trash. all the bottles. Yeah, I mean it was get at all the bottles. Our, we shot it in. at our practice space, so bottles were plenty, uh, and you know they were easily accessible. So <laughs> you know, we dumped it in there. We made sure the QT cup came down, and they never called me. Oh, I, 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 I asked them. I'm like, hey. You know, this first one's free. Oh, you got to pay for the next one. I was see. telling him you, while you were on the phone out well, before the show started, we, while you were on the phone, I was telling him the subtle nod to St. Louis. Because one thing is St. Louis is really obsessed with is quick trip. Quick trips are they're, they're quick, fucking awesome. There's, they are more like, uh, like you go so, out of your way to get gas. Yes. <laughs> if there is, a, if you were on two seventy and you were going northbound, you will stop in Maryland Heights to get quick trip. If you're going southbound, you'll mm-hmm. get all the way down towards like Kirkwood just to get gas at the Kirkwood quick trip. I, no, I, no problem. Like everybody loves quick trip and the subtlety Nod to St. Louis with a quick trip, uh, big the gulp, cup. Fall, the cup just falling out along with yeah. the rest of the bottles. It's Budweiser, Bud Light. It's just nothing but glass bottles, and then a quick trip cup just falling. Quick trip cup. Oh, they're in St. Louis. See, I'm the odd one out there. No, I, I don't like quick trip. You don't like really? QT? What is How wrong? Do you not like QT. Where do you come? Bad gas. They got bad gas. Bad gas? What the hell I've, does that even mean? I've never had a problem with quick <laughs> always gas. have a problem with gas at Quick Trip. I've never had a problem with Quick Trip gas. I go more mobile on the run. You go where? Mobile on the run. They have uh, better because, food, why? too. Why? Because six is a serious number? No, actually, <laughs> mobile on the run's a local uh, company as well. and uh, That's right, it is. They're very, is. very friendly. Um, I've met the owner of it several times. You just know everybody. Whoa. That's the thing. You get free gas? I don't. Uh... Okay. You just know everybody. Right. That's the uh, thing, Doug. Bro, they used to throw their Christmas party at uh, 
Ballpark Village. Again, so you just know everybody. You're just oh, yeah. sitting there rubbing elbows with everybody while we're doing security. Did you get to go to Ballpark Village and go to the Christmas party? No, he was... Uh, I was working. He's having to protect everybody. I was, one of the, I was one of the heads of security down there. No, um... We had some good times. You don't, you don't like Quick like Trip. Fun, I don't man. understand that. I've never no. met a person ever say they don't like Quick Trip. All right. Here, I'm going to give you three things. Okay. One, okay. Road Ranger in Fenton. Go there for their breakfast pizza. Absolutely amazing. Right there at uh, 44 in Soccer Park. Well, no, it's Fenton. Uh, it's actually Kirkwood, St. Louis County. It's like on the corner yeah. of everything right there. Uh, go there, okay, breakfast so that's, pizza. That's number breakfast one. Breakfast pizza. Uh, okay. <laughs> mobile on the run. Amazing sl- uh, slingers. First thing in the morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you lost me, but keep going. You don't like slingers? Uh, I'm not a slinger guy. I, mean, I didn't grow up in St. Louis, though, originally. I am a transplant, So, um, but I love QT, so go figure. All right, number three. Emo's pizza. What about it? Uh, I forget what gas station it is, but it's in, um, oh, it's off of, I don't want to say Baxter. There's a gas station with an Emo's Pizza inside of it. <laughs> I mean, I will say, like. It's convenient. If they I get exactly. Emo's, it's right there. <laughs> I will say, Quick Trip Pizza is really not that great, but, you know, the tacos, the barbecue pulled pork tacos. are Their kitchen has good. gone come a long way. Yes, they has. And the donuts are always fire. But you know who I they, cannot like. I it's so hard for me to go inside a quick trip and not get like one of their customers. All right, donuts so this is how you know so fat good. people really? are running this show. We're talking about food right now. You know where they got all that idea from? Casey's. Oh, Casey's, yeah. dude. Casey's was the original taco breakfast. pizza. You ever had the taco pizza? No, Casey's? no, no. Fucking amazing. They started out in central Illinois where I grew up, though. So you people would drive for their friggin' pizza. I mean, it's I the could, stupidest I've thing I've ever seen. Their saw, breakfast pizza's amazing, too. I've tried the taco central pizza. Illinois um, so many times, and I've seen more Casey's than I th- see anything else, but I've never really stopped to, like... Take advantage of, like, the. the well, that's the thing, man. The you cuisine don't cuisine from Casey's. Well, see, here's the thing. How many times are you just like, you know what I need? A full-ass, big-ass pizza. You know what I mean? They, they, right. they don't make, like, individual pizzas. They just make pizzas or like a slice. Just regular you know slices. What I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, yeah. And sometimes it's, you know, you can't commit to the full pie. And I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to do it Decent if you want slices, the taco though. pizza. Decent slices at Quick Trip. I will say that. I think they're size-wise they're decent, but... The, where they go wrong is they cut it and they put it in that box so it continues to cook. So by the time I actually ever get to a pizza, it's like dry at Quick Trip. Because mm-hmm. Casey's, all the, all the it's on the runner. Like running out. That's why. <laughs> is that it? Are you, so you're saying it's in the heating machine? It's in the heating element. You, the circle element, huh? Yep. That's what it is. I can see that. Circular. I can see why that's a problem. Motion I can see that. coming back around. Full thing. All right. Riding we got to get off the. We got to get off the full <laughs> <Doing floor>. dance. <laughs> We got to get off Working the food for a minute. We'll talk uh, more food and see. Basically, I mean, Jared, you take advantage of some of the tacos over there at uh, uh, Diamond. You ever take advantage of the I have not eaten uh, at the tacos at the Diamond. Oh, man. Am I missing Mills, out? Yeah. Mills, Dude, Mills will every, jump all over your shit. If every time I'm that. at the Diamond, it's a scenario where I'm just, you know, I've already eaten or it's it's a weird thing. You know, usually gla- we're playing. You got a glass in hand and you're just, uh, <laughs> it's just like, to usually, out. yeah. And usually I drink my dinner. <laughs> 
All right, we gotta let's uh, move it along a little bit because we're gonna do the we got the concert calendar. Doug's got his show to plug. We got to plug the forty five show coming up. We do in two weeks, less than two weeks. You ready for that? It's uh, yeah, we're just under two weeks, aren't just we? Just under two weeks, weeks like from Saturday. this coming Saturday. Let's see if I can announce the bands correctly this week. Yeah, that's gonna be that's always the uh, the challenge. Don't fuck for, it up. I did last week. I did <laughs> good amazing. last week. It's gonna be it's awkward amazing. for you because I'm gonna sit here and stare at you the whole time. It's amazing the fact that. He has done this so many times over the past, like, probably, what, two, two and a half months. Yeah. Never got any of the bands right. And yet, Crystal O'Connor and the Whiskey Rebels, which I think you referred mm. to them as the, the Weekend, Weekend Rebels. Rebels last yeah. week. They have not pulled their names from your shit yet, yeah. in all honesty. Yep. They've got your check up on the wall so everybody can see it. And they're bounced. And it says, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Not showing up to his show. Yeah, totally lost all credibility. <laughs> Start from scratch. He never had. You any can't be- mispronounce the forty-five. Though, he so never had. Right. He never had any credibility to begin with. Well, so. you know what? You got to start somewhere, now, man. When he hears the band lined up, he'll understand. So go ahead. <laughs> all right, go concert, ahead with the concert calendar. So concert calendar this coming Saturday. Pops Road to Point Fest session two. Two, split six six H seven sacrifice the sacred accidentally on purpose in seventeen eighty one. Next Friday, it's beyond. Well, actually, that one got canceled. Never mind. I forgot about that. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Uh, Saturday, Saturday, April the eighth, Blueberry Hill Duck Room Beyond FM local showcase the forty five. Yeah. Inner Outlines and Modern Angst are going to be yeah. rocking out at Blueberry Hill Duck Room. I mean, I've said this before. I've, it's going to be a fun room. I've never been there. I've no? Never, never been there. Dude. I've been to Blueberry Hill. I've just never been to the Duck Room. I haven't even, even been there. It's fantastic. It's one of those rooms that has still a little mystique to it. You know what I mean? Um, have you seen the Mississippi Nights book and all that? Everybody else yeah. talks about Mississippi Nights as this fabled. It's gotten into this. Ten know, years old. Legendary I lore. I was there as a ten-year-old. It's fantastic. It was, and, but it had this vibe. Uh, Blueberry Hill has a vibe uh, for sure. I, I have it on confirmation. They've removed the cameras from the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I said, I'm not going. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, Chuck. Okay, yeah. So uh, no, I joke. The uh, I haven't played there in a hot minute either. But the room is fantastic. It is an intimate affair, so come down, you know, get um, you know, get close with somebody because you know that's the idea. That's a, it's going to be it's is it's smaller than uh, Diamond uh, if I'm not wrong. Right? Oh yeah, for sure, okay. for sure, um, for sure. Uh, Doug, I'm going to force you to go. Don't be touching my leg. He said intimate. Oh, are you going? Yeah, you need to go. Is it on a Saturday? Yes. Fuck yeah, it is. Then I can make it. Okay. You're in. I will. I am. I am forcing. I have it on record right here. I am forcing one Douglas Moore to go to this show. See, the biggest because you problem, have backed out so many shows, or you have said oh, I got to work in the morning. Okay, man. well, hold on a second. Do you have to work on Sunday? Uh, no. Fuck yeah. See, most of the time, Hook, line and sinker. Most of the no, time, you have no way out. You of have this no shit. excuse. Most of the time, these shows are on a Friday night or Thursday night. There has been occasional Thursday night, shows. and I have to get up at four thirty in the morning, and that's a little bit late to be staying out. A little early. Yeah. I, here, here's what you can do. Here's what I do. If I have to stay out that late, I'll just go sleep at work. If I have to get work then early the next morning. I don't get the opportunity to sleep at cots at four thirty is fucking early. I'll give you, bro. That. I have cots at work, but here's the thing: what? accidents don't wait for me to get some sleep. All right, mm. I got you called. Just at, drive to work 
from the club <laughs> and sleep in the parking lot. Exactly. I have I, I got, have done I that had a so buddy that times. did that a lot. Um, I got called sure. into work early Saturday because we had an accident. Okay. I can't tell you how many times I've had to do that. What kind like, of accident? Sleep at like uh, work. ambulance rolled over. Ooh, yeah, that's a good nice, one. Nice. I thought you were going to say like you know some guy shit his pants. Or no, we have we, <laughs> we have a guy that does that at work, but um. <laughs> Yeah, that's much more important. Okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> that same night, Pops rode to Point Fest Session 3, Bigfoot, Brave New World, Burns, Burn Red Sky, Dead 7, and 86 Red will be at Pops. And then skipping ahead towards May 2nd at Red Flag, Head PE with special guest Midwest Avengers, Gorilla Theory, and Tree 14. That's a great Doug's lineup. has got his. April 22nd at the Florissant Elks. We have the Rock the Park feature uh, presented by Corporal Jacob Mann Foundation and Flags for the Fallen. Computer. <laughs> Act. With band. Act. Uh, it's still going. We're Bad still tattoo, recording either way. Coach. Weekend Soundtrack and Crystal O'Connell. And the Whiskey Rebels. Nice. Whiskey Rebels. Not Weekend Rebels. The Whiskey, the whiskey Rebels. Well, see, look. I got the... I put two bands together last it. week, all right? That's the problem. They're a really good fucking band. <laughs> you're yeah. fucking this up. That's all right. <laughs> she's going to send... Dan, she's going to send a little Dan after you. No, look. Dan's not allowed back in this house, man. Let me tell you. He scares me. And... Who's... The show does not go correctly. Oh. Crystal, <laughs> Crystal's husband, little uh-huh. Dan O'Connor... I, I, I haven't met the man. Sorry. Oh, uh, but you, you probably met him. He's, okay. he's always hanging around Crystal. He's a short little little dude. And Bald. he puts you on your ass. I, that's the thing. I know, I know Ben. I know Jeremy. I know Crystal. I have yeah. not met him. And yeah. He sounds awesome. He's, he's, an awesome <laughs> he's an awesome dude. He is an awesome dude. You just never want to put a live microphone in front of him. No. Why is that? Oh my lord! Well, he's you. been on this show twice. He's man. been the, on this show twice. I'm surprised. Once. <laughs> <laughs> you let him back on. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly it. We we he fooled his voice. We let him back on the second time, and then it took, it turned into a 45 minute dissertation about Ben Lambert's genitalia. Wow! <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the kind of conversations we have on so the show. So if you want to meet him, uh, April 22nd I mean, at the Florissant Elks, we'll have a great show. Is it just Ben's dong, or is it like, does he talk about all kinds of other dongs, just too? Just Ben's. Just Ben's. No, 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 no. Just Ben's, because Ben set himself up for it. I'm just asking, because I need to be prepared if I ever run into the man. <laughs> we can't forget about the first night he was on that we're not talking about we're anymore not, on show. We're still not allowed to talk about that. Oh. <laughs> Just put it that way. Also, we got to mention uh, Friday, April 14th, as seen on St. Louis Anarchy at the House of Anarchy. Some uh, independent pro wrestling for you all. Hopefully, you will show up out there. Doors open at 545, 6 o'clock. Pre-event party at 615. The main card's at 7 at the House of Anarchy, 405 East 4th Street in Alton, Illinois. Check out the full card at scalanarchy.com. Our couple of friends of the show, Gary J., and Anakin Deathwish Murphy are going to be on the card facing off against each other. Yeah, that's going to be a great match. They are going to put... I'm saying Gary's going to throw Anakin through the fucking wall, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> he touches Anakin and he's going to go flying. <laughs> More or less. Uh, you can get all the in- info at SCLAnarchy.com. Get all your tickets as well. We are going to be there hanging out, having a good time that night. So if you're uh, not away for uh, Easter... 
be at the show. Yes, this is true. This is true. We are going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, talk some opening day Cardinal baseball, talk more to Jared, Ooh. and uh, basically rock out. We're going to play some Retro Champ right next on Beyond FM. Retro. Yo, it's Retro Champ. We listening to Beyond FM. Let's get it.
It's Greek Fire, a real life on Beyond FM, the best of everything STL. Welcome to the Monday Night Show. It's the Hat Tricks. Doug's in the studio. Jared is in the studio. We're talking about so much funny stuff over during the break, basically talking about, you know, our history with Dan O'Connor and kind of having like a six degree separation moment with Jared here because he brings up how he got hooked up with the 45 said through a Craigslist ad. I, I did. Um, <clears throat> so the original guitar player uh, for the 45 is uh, Cody Denton. He plays with Lydia's Castle. Phenomenal guitar player. Um, but, yeah, I was looking for a group, and there was an ad on Craigslist of all places, and it was this really well-written letter. I mean, it, it, it looked like a letter. It's basically it, but it was an ad. <laughs> And it was saying, you know, all these funny things about, you know, they're looking for the perfect cross between Jimmy Page and John Pertucci and, you know, can't be 50 years old and you know, needs to be able to hang out at Pops at 2 a.m. and eat at the Philly wagon. It said, no 50-year-olds. <laughs> Fool me once. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't, it's like, I didn't fit any of the description in the ad, but it was so well written that I had to read it. I'm like, listen, I don't even know if this is legit or not, but... <laughs> If you guys are serious, like let let let's hang out. You got, all, we see it would be like a fun time. Of all things to like get hooked up through is like through Craigslist, like uh, Craigslist. Go that, figure. You know what? That kind of reminds me a little bit of what was how uh, Lars Ulrich and uh, James Hetfield met each other. Yeah, through, through an ad through like uh, a, one of the local it? newspapers yeah, or whatever. Newspaper. It is. Yeah, 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 like back in the 80s. RFT type of thing yeah. or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. The, you got to go back to dope. your roots when you're yeah. looking for a fucking you know original rock and roll band. That's man. a dope. That's a dope <laughs> way to like get hooked up. Like it sounds skeevy. It's organic. It's organic, but it sounds at the same time it kind of sounds skeevy when you really think totally. about it. It's like oh, it's the Craigslist. Uh, oh, Craigslist is kind of falling off the map. I mean, Let's what's just, wrong with Craigslist? Their stock has dropped dramatically. I mean, this was a while ago, right? There's stock has dropped dramatically. <laughs> Come on now. You can't tell me, Pat, you never looked for a chick on Craigslist. Anyway, change the subject on that. <laughs> Misconnection. So, uh, have you, the, the, one of the, what are the, what was it? The greatest misconnection that was ever on Craigslist is the guy that heard the chick fart. Yes. It's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, it's just like you like farted a, like a Clydesdale. Like a I think Clydesdale. I love you. Yeah. Yeah, I used to love just going through the, Misconnections and just oh, I'm read sure them. you did. I'm sure. Well, I want to see if anyone found was talking about me. I mean, come on now. They were probably all about you. And it was all for the men looking for you. I see. I never looked at that He's just a part. hopeless romantic. What can you say, man? <laughs> you buy, Leave the you, man alone. You buy a man a drink. <laughs> you buy a man a drink, and he tries to take the whole mile. Good lord. <laughs> so you said you're a transplant. You just let everybody know, like, where are you from originally? I grew up in a small town outside of Decatur, Illinois, called okay. Mount Zion, Illinois. But Mounts, oh, when it, literally you throw a dart at the state of Illinois and you hit the middle of it, and that's that's where I grew up. Because there's no place else, pretty much. Uh, no, it's just literally smack dab in the middle of the goddamn state. You can't nice. miss it. <laughs> <laughs> what got you started? Like, you know, we're just going to give everybody mm. kind of a backstory. On oh, here. you want to do a history? Yeah, history? let's do the history, history of Jared Gleason. Okay. Uh, no, so I, yeah, that's where I grew up. My, uh, it, It's an interesting story. My, my, my mom grew up in Chicago, and she went, and they and my old man grew up on the East Coast and um, in Middlesex, New Jersey, and he was a trumpet player, which is how I got into music. And he was one or two people in the country that got like a full ride to the Manhattan School of Music. And he turned it down to go play in this 
fucking small ass like university in the middle of fucking nowhere in Illinois called Millican University, and that's where my mom went. They met there, and that's kind of how I ended up in Central, you know, in the Midwest. He was going. He went to school there instead of going to instead, Manhattan. and Damn. yeah, and phenomenal jazz program at Millican University. If you, I mean seriously, it's a uh, it's a performing arts school. Uh, but when he went there, he, I mean, he literally for five years toured the world in a jazz band and played with fuck. Uh, Everybody, uh, James Brown, the Commodores, the Temptations, the Four Tops, all of them. Uh, it's phenomenal. So I grew up in that, uh, as far as that goes. And I had, a like one of the other musicians in his band, uh, his son was in a rock and roll band in high school. And I went and sat in on their tryouts and sessions and whatever. And they were fucking phenomenal. Like a Nirvana, you know, type of rock yeah, when all yeah. that shit was breaking. It was great. So that's kind of how I got into music, like rock Were and roll. Were you getting music. to like meet James Brown and stuff like that? No, I saying? didn't get to do that. I was no, going to say, it's just cool, him. like coming downstairs. I do have breakfast uh, with James so, Brown, all the temptations. It, just well, there, a lot of people know it's like back then in the day um, when you were in those types of bands, you know, the, 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 they, they would sub out all of their horn sections, right? Uh, so every city would have, they'd basically, you know, the promoter or whatever would recruit the local horn players, the best ones, you know, just like they did back with Sessions and whatever. So um, you basically would show up to the gig as a horn player and you'd show up and you'd sight-read the charts there in front of whoever's in the fucking crowd. So uh, that's it. There were, I mean, they just handed you the charts and they expect you to play perfectly, you know, that night. And so you had to be able to sight-read and all that type of thing. So... Um, but, uh, I did not meet any of them. I didn't meet the, but the, uh, Commodores, um, apparently on the tour he was on, uh, gave all their musicians that sat in with them night, like an actual pin. It was like a pin of the Commodores logo that was like, you know, a lapel type of pin, you know, <laughs> with the fucking back thing on it. Yeah. Going through like some box in my dad's basement one weekend and found this freaking pin and it was signed by the Commodore. So I have the pin now on my guitar strap. So really, yeah. So you either need you to, show to, yeah, it's weekend, like, yeah. yeah. So I can say now that oh, you, you either play with the Commodores or you were a direct blood relative of somebody who played with the Commodores and you get the pin. But anyway, yeah. Nice. So. <laughs> it's a very rare pen. That's that's it's a you, pin. Yeah. yeah P I N, you, you know, instead of pen. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, you, know, you get like, it and you got it rocking on your guitar. So that's yeah. Even, when it's, did you first when did you though. say you first picked up the guitar though? I was eighteen years old. So were you playing trumpet beforehand? Or mm-hmm. no? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guitar is actually the second instrument. You were going to try to be in like the funky butt brass band. No, well, that's the thing. You had to pick up the guitar because when you went to school, uh, you you weren't getting laid for playing trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Priorities. Scott had a minute there, and it was like it was. You know, I, I tried to sit in with some ska bands, and I'm just like, oh no no no, this, this, this doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on! They do have some energy. You're, you've seen the urge play. Oh yeah, no, don't get me wrong. So, that, yeah. That's the fucking bar, and you know, I'm like, oh shit, these guys aren't the urge. Uh, Waste <laughs> my time. I'm the horn player. I mean, you know, I'm still you're trying th- to run around and you're jump still around third in line. Still- <laughs> you know what I mean? So the band really has to be good. <laughs> 
I have a, I got a legit question though about like some of your uh, like what guitar do you usually use? Like, do you have multiple guitars? Because oh yeah, I, I sure. see it, like every guitars, guitar player wants to have all the guitars. Your guitar that I've seen, I think it was a. Do you have a? If, I have a Les Paul. Yeah, that's, it's exactly that's, it. that's number. I one. was gonna say it, but I didn't want to sound like an idiot. No, you're good. Everybody well done. else that I've seen play at like Diamond and stuff like that, they've always got you know kind of like regular. Um, what was it? I had the name. Uh, like a normal, like I wouldn't say generic, but like stuff you would find over at like Guitar Center. Okay, you got sure. like a Les Paul. I have a Les Paul. That, yeah, I've just had like, it forever. That just stands out to me versus like a lot of like some of the other guitar players. I think. Well, I guess it depends on who you're seeing, you know, for sure. <laughs> uh, Les Paul is pretty much the the. It, it's an industry standard guitar. I love that guitar. It's been my number one for. Uh, forever. Uh, I looked it up recently. It's a, uh, it was born in 1994, which is crazy. Um, but I've had that guitar for 20 plus years. I got it on eBay of all places from a guy who literally had like 10 reviews. And I totally like put my trust in this guy, reached out to him. I'm like, you've got like 10 reviews, man. This can't be legit. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm literally just, I've had this thing forever. I'm on here because I'm just trying to sell my guitar. I literally have no use for this site outside of that. And I'm like, okay. Uh, Thought about it for a minute. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. (laughs) It it, it worked out. Found his band on Craigslist. Found his guitar (laughs) on eBay. I am a resourceful (laughs) motherfucker. Seriously, how do you find a less guitar, a less Paul on (laughs) eBay? Oh, they're out there. You just got to find the right one. You got to find the right one. Scam. That's not a complete scam. That's not a complete scam. Yeah. Now, so more than anything. Good luck. Yeah. Now, it's a completely different market now. Yeah, Yeah. I wouldn't. Probably you wouldn't even come close to that, you know. Now you'd have to buy it through a more site or something. I yeah, you would actually have, like, and you'd be paying a couple close to a thousand. Oh, that guitar—that's crazy. Uh, the 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 market post COVID has just gone through the goddamn roof. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then there's other you know, there's other factors in play. There's they're not making near as many Les Pauls as they are the lower lines, and they're making the lower lines better. So it's this weird kind of trade off you have, if you will. That's but, a good line. They're a good uh, description of like the lower lines, not the le- like. Oh, the I would yeah. say like I don't think like Mills. Who, uh, you know, I oh, love, Mills is I, fucking, I, I, he's I got like six guitars. I just like, I still love that PRS he plays. He doesn't play it live near as much as he should. And I, tell I, him think, I love him to death, but I don't think, I'm not almost positive he's not using any less Paul. He he has an Epiphone, I believe, that's got the flames on it. Yeah. That's and, but one. that's, that's a high quality made guitar. Those, yeah. Like those higher level Epiphones are made. It, it, right before, there was a time, I, I want to I forget, I'm going to, when uh, Gibson was talking bankruptcy. And then they had to rebring in quality control. And part of what they were doing was making less of the Gibsons and making more of the Epiphones and making the Epiphones better in this little gap that they were trying to fill. So, I mean, there are reviews out there of those, those some Gibsons where they, you won't be able to tell the difference between what they sound like now, you know, that type of thing. Uh, I bought a, uh, a PRS SE. Uh, and it's a hollow body, and I'm, I'll play it at the show. And it's actually going to be the uh, the debut of that guitar, and it's amazing. Uh, it, they're making entry level guitars better now than they were a forever ago, for sure. And it's like it's not. 
like it's it's almost like they're trying to bring up the other guitars basically on the same level as like a Gibson. It's or a like business model, yeah. And it makes the, the 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 Gibsons more expensive now too yeah. because there's less of them. And now I've looked it up. Like I you remember like what was it like math. part of 2020? Yeah. I was like trying to like <laughs> play with the try to play the bass, mm-hmm. and I was also like talking to Blood and a few other guys from like Common Jones about trying to learn guitar and whatnot. And they were like, "Yeah, look at these models." I'm like, "Well, shit, I want to look at like a Les Paul." And I look at a Les Paul, and it's like mm-hmm. almost like fucking twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, you know, I'm like, oh, good lord! It's no, a it's no. a higher level. Yeah, it's you know, if it's your first guitar, don't don't buy a Les Paul, man. Don't be crazy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it'll hold its value. There is that if you want to. I think I have my mom's Gibson from like thirty five years ago, still floating around somewhere. Chrissy's got an electric guitar floating around here somewhere. I got the no shit. Yeah, bring the Gibson by, man. I'll look at it. He'll <laughs> <laughs> play that Fuck damn thing out. next Saturday for sure. I'd love. Yeah, you have to let me know what that is. That's I'll have interesting. To find it. It took. Uh, God, what was I started looking up like trying to play basically, and then I think I told Tony like what songs I was trying to play, and he's like, "Crawl, don't walk." For God's <laughs> sakes. I'm trying to Warm play. So, I'm trying to play like bass lines from like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Just mm-hmm. Like that. Slow he's down. Like, don't. No, start slow. Start slow. <laughs> start in the beginning. Six to eight months it takes. Six at to least. eight months? Shit, I got to go get that damn thing out of my dad's house still. <laughs> Six to eight, eight months. Start with the harmonica, bro. Minimal. What am I, yeah. John Popper over here? Hey, man, I, harmonica, dude. I can Popper. I can fall in love he with had that the thing. fishing vest with all the little harmonicas in it. Did you ever see, did you ever the, see like footage of him with that fucking thing in it? He had multiple harmonicas. Oh, yeah, all yeah, the different yeah. keys. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, you got to know, you know. Can't write song in all the same keys. That's Chrissy's listening in. She just told me the guitar was in that room at some point. <laughs> <laughs> my old bedroom. My old bedroom. That's no. That's looks like it's got more storage in it again. Yeah. So my grandma moved some more stuff over yesterday. Sweet. <laughs> I'm charging her twenty five dollars a month now. That's it's fairly twenty five dollars off the off the rent basically. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, you guys want to talk some baseball? Because opening day is this coming week. Is it this Thursday? I believe so. Yes, March. uh, Shit. If it's still in March, it's this Thursday. Yeah, it's pretty sure. Yeah, it's (laughs) this Thursday. Bush at third or March thirtieth. Blues or why do I say blues? Blue Jays. Coming to St. Louis. From talk Toronto. about me not being able to talk. I know. Fuck. <laughs> well, the Blue Jays uh, aren't going to come back. And the official <laughs> opening day rally at Ballpark Village. Everything kicks off at 10.30 a.m. Aren't you glad you still don't work there? Man, you know, there because are this, some, this would be a fucking train wreck. There are some things I miss. So, like, I worked three or four opening days down there. I worked the Winter Classic. I worked... So I mean I I left literally right before the Stanley Cup run, um. So I mean I miss I do miss it because I mean New Year's Eve was always fun down there. New Year's Eve was a train wreck. The one I worked. Cardinal baseball was always a good time. Beating up Cubs fans is always a great time. <laughs> um, so I mean, there's things I miss about it. So. Thursday, opening day rally starts at Ballpark Village. Gates open at 12. Batting practice after that. Pre-game ceremonies, Team Fredbird. And then the uh, cascade of, what was it, the Corvettes? Yeah. I don't know what they're doing this year. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to do Corvettes again like they've done in years past or the Mustangs, uh, the red Mustangs. But No, it so 
if I'm not. Oh, here mis- it is. Here it is. Sick. Mustangs for 2023 Ford Mustang convertible motorcade. The recognition of the 21 of the 2022 NL Central Division Championship. And then the bringing in the team, introduction of the Blue Jays. Abigail Stahlschmidt is going to be doing the national anthem. And Color Guard from Fort Leonard Wood. You might know a few of those guys out there. I might, yeah. Uh, first pitch, if you had to guess. 9, 9 p.m. Because after uh, they do all the ceremonies. 3 o'clock, 3 o'clock. Three? Guess, <laughs> 3 o'clock, but guess who's doing it, though? If you had to guess. Yaddy. Nope. Scott Rowland and Matt Holiday. See, all right. Let, 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 me, let me break this down. All right. I agree with Scott Rowland. Yeah. I do not agree with Matt Holiday. Because he stepped away? Because he agreed that he was going to coach the team and then he yes. stepped away? Because there are other people that I would rather see do opening day first pitch. Other than Matt Holiday. Yes. Well, maybe they weren't available. Maybe. Jared might be right. Albert Poulos is available. Well, he's got a lot of... I think he's probably going to be doing the Angels one. He is kind of contractually bound For over the there. Next People forget over there. Yeah, they're going to they're going to the give him some flexibility. Yeah, they they signed up. That's part of that contract, that monster thing. I always knew that was going to come back and bite him in the ass. Ten years he has. I didn't to think be, he'd play here again. Yeah. but that was a nice little surprise. But the I thought they got out. Of, he got out of that no, when uh, no, 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 they no. traded him to or they released him. No, that that is a personal service contract that he has to make public appearances for the Angels, and he has to show up to a few of their spring training sessions too. Oh, because I knew he. Well, he's. I know he made an appearance at the Cardinals spring yeah. training. Yeah, he did. But he's also got to do it for the Angels for the next ten years. So he's got nine <laughs> years left on that contract. Mm, he's going to be working that one down. The other one, yeah. The other one, Yachty. Yachty, the man put I would his say, life of baseball. No, that's fine. I mean, you could say Yachty for I sure. Could, you could say Yachty, yeah. <clears throat> but he's not in. I mean, he's not in the Hall of Fame yet. You know, not yet. I, give it, I mean, it's a formality. It's mean, a formality. Here's, well, here's the thing. I see what he's you in the asked. Cardinals Hall of Fame already. He, he <laughs> should be in the Cardinals Hall of Fame after this year, if not this year, the following year. But the thing is, too, is like you you want to know how many deniers there are out there in the sports world about Yachty being a Hall of Famer. They say outside oh, yeah, of St. Louis, people are like trying to say he's not a Hall of Fame catcher. Oh. Bullshit. All yeah, right, so just, you have to look at it. Here's the thing, though. There's three fronts when it comes to the Hall of Fame. Defense, offense, and what they did off the field. Defensively, mm-hmm. probably the greatest catcher of his generation. Mm-hmm. The only person that compares to him is Buster Posey. And whose mm-hmm. career was ended prematurely with because of the Cardinals. Yes. Offensively, career two seventy, if not two eighty hitter. Right. He wasn't, and he was more of a clutch hitter than he was like a statistical hitter. But you have to look off the field. He. Did a lot for the DR. Right. Well, I'm just saying, that's what they look at. They don't just look at one, it, one place. They look at, you you're know, right, multiple but they should and, look. But, but the fact is, outside of St. Louis, there's so many detractors saying that he's not a Hall of Fame catcher. And you hear most of them coming from Cincinnati, Cubs fans, and the occasional Mets fans, too. I mean, if you want to look at people that are a good representation of Hall of Fames throughout sports. Just look at football players. Look at who shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame there. And then Yachty should be a shoe-in. Ray Lewis. Mm, 
Are you talking about the stuff that he did off the field? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Just wonder where you're going with this. I'm having to wonder where you're going with this. And it's like, oh, yeah, the Ray Lewis thing. Okay. Gotcha. Way to I go. think it's more around how they actually interact with the press because the p- press people are the ones who have the votes. Right. Right. So if they liked Yachty when he came through town, he was never like standoffish, like a, a shilling or, you know, someone like that that mm-hmm. came up. Then that's what that is. You know what I mean? There's that little wild card that it's just like maybe he was just an asshole to him. And let's face it, man, uh, as far as like the, all of that goes, you catch him on a bad day. He's rude. You know, who knows how that works? And that's kind of the loophole, which is the kind of bullshit part about the whole voting thing that right. really needs to go anyway. Right. You need to vote on the actual, you know, player. And at that point, you're taking everything social out of the aspect. You should right. really just base it on what the game is and on exactly. all of that. Right. So, yeah. which is, which again, you're always going to have detractors as well because he was never an uh, offensive first position player. No. He's the defense, and it's like they, they're like, okay, well, where's the line? Do you do you elect him in? If it was based on defense, how much sure. does that weigh in? Right? He's 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 in three times over. All right. So he had a couple. You know, he had some seasons where he wasn't called upon near like he was after he signed when Albert left. Right. If you, there were like five to six really great years there where he was an offensive. He's hitting, he's hitting over 300 consistently. Yes. He's hitting, he's getting RBIs. But, you know, for the majority of his career, he's under two. In the beginning, he didn't have to do that. He no. was such a force defensively that they didn't give a shit what he did. Well, no. <laughs> he, he was automatic. So. I would say he was automatic <laughs> out except for a few clutch spots in, like, yeah. 2006. But the, the team that they had built around him, from Reggie Sanders to Larry Walker to Albert to Jimmy to Roland. He was the, like the seven hitter in that lineup. You didn't right. have to do much. The, then they all got all those guys moved but on, and they clutch. had to move You're them up to number. Right. Four, yeah, and it was like um, he did exactly what he needed to do and held down the. Fun. It's like yes, you should. The people that are knocking that, I think, are probably going to be the outliers. Right. I, I, I do think. I would hope. I really I hope. hope. Yeah, because and the people that have criticized that just didn't watch enough footage. Then you know yeah. what I mean. Or their favorite player got thrown out stealing second. He replaced Mike Matheny. Yeah. Mike Matheny was a badass. Mike Matheny. <laughs> and people are like, well, Yachty, like after his first full year, people were like, well, what's this in this hand? And then you have Mike Matheny over here in yeah. the left. And people are like, oh, yeah, go to Mike San Francisco. Matheny. Yeah, Mike, you can Great Mike, defensive catcher. Thanks, go, Mike. Go to, go to San Francisco. And, Mike, thanks, uh, for your, thanks for years of service, good. but we got this new young guy over He's here. Like, and he did you up. see this guy? Yeah. <laughs> and Matheny did the right thing, man. He he actually coached him for like you know a, a year and a half or so you know while he was here right and they split time, uh, little unique thing. Then he went to San Francisco. They the fucking he got plowed. Yeah, he did. Uh, Matheny knew times. he was on his timeout though. Yeah, yeah. So you want to tell everybody the big news though? You got big news. The big news you were talking about. Oh, uh, we have being made. We have a new history. Uh, Jordan Walker is now the youngest mm-hmm. player to debut, and it's only by like 27 days. No, oh, one month, huh? Roughly. To Rick Ankiel. Yep. Beats out Rick Ankiel by less than a month. Mm. At 20, 20 years old and 200 and some odd days. I don't remember the exact number, but I mean, it's like. Have you seen some of the clips of him? Yeah. Not, and I'm not talking about him fielding, not talking about him like just doing like normal shit. He is a gigantic dude. Okay, big dude. dude. All right. Really Did big you dude. see the clip of when Ollie told him he was making the, 
the yeah. roster. Yeah. And he stands up. And I'm he's like, hitting the ceiling. Yeah. I'm like, he's hitting Damn, the Al, ceiling. You are short. <laughs> <laughs> they showed a pic, they showed a clip earlier today of him just drinking like a normal like little twelve ounce water bottle. The things engulfed in yeah. his hands. It's a big dude. What is like? Where did they find this kid? Hey, that's that's uh, almost and uh, Kazawa in that office, dude. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> He's he. I'm saying, you can. Can you think but, early rookie of the year candidate? He's man. definitely going to be up there already because he's coming in with the legend of John Henry's hammer and whatnot. So he's going to have some height. He's got to live up to it for but sure. But we've had this conversation several times on this show. Okay. Spring training pitching and yeah, everyday pitching, two different levels. He is hitting. Extremely well at a minor league level. Mm. We will have to wait and see what he does at a major league level. Well, it's not he so much hitting. that they're not going to have. I mean, they'll have some scouting reports from him on AAA. And if he hits early, great. But the problem is they're going to stop pitching him a certain way, and how he adjusts will completely determine where he goes from there. And right. just like anybody else, right? And right. when he's eight foot tall. He has a huge strike zone. He does. <laughs> but you know what? That's the thing, though, is like he's also eight foot tall. So that means you can, if you throw he's it anywhere rage. near that strike zone, he's going to hit the shit out of that thing. <laughs> that bat looks <laughs> So. That, that ball was in the was, dugout and like, he still hit it. Good Lord. It's just like, well, it was like when Johnson came off the mound, you know, that dude was like, what? Oh, he was six, seven, seven, six, eight. That thing yeah. was coming at your eyes at a hundred miles an hour. You're just like Jesus. Just he was like he was never the same after he killed that bird. No, he was. I think he got uh, a little bit better. I think, he, I think he got a little bit better after killing. Yeah, that bird. yeah. If you, you listen to some, he really didn't think too much about that bird at all. I don't he think. Well, <laughs> he's just like, oh shit. Well, you know what? You know, do you know what he's doing now? No. Oh, he's, he's taking photos. He's yeah, take, he's taking photos. Do you know what his logo is? No. Dead bird? Is it the bird? <laughs> it's the bird. It's oh, the fuck. dead bird. Hey, you got a brand now, dude. You Peter might as well fucking roll with Peter it. Drug all it's over exploding him. bird. It's just a. De- it's just, just an a big bird. explosion thing of feathers. I yeah. mean, there's no bird in there. It was no. just just the. Ex- <laughs> he could do that. He could throw another thousand pitches and still would never hit another bird. No, no, fuck no. no. There's no. Way. That was like perfect time. Poof. It wasn't just, it, I mean, it, the fact that it was him, too, you know what I mean, was kind of like yeah, odd. You know, the, yeah. the, the odd, what are the odds of that? You know what I mean? It's just like, you think of all the games in Major League Baseball. You wouldn't have to be a six foot eight Randy Johnson to make a bird explode if you're throwing it 95 miles an hour, right? The bird would just have to intercept the ball. So it's just like all the games, and it's never happened except for that one, one time. single time. <laughs> he comes to St. Louis and he ends up hitting a squirrel, though. That would be that. Would, yeah, he, well, he'd, yeah. He'd, he'd have more oh, chance. They of hitting blew a his squirrel. ass out of town. Oh yeah, that was, that was our rally squirrel. That was the squirrel, man. <laughs> now, so much for that rally squirrel. Now, what would happen if Uncle Charlie hit that bird? Because he ain't throwing no night. Go over the that, bird. You know what I mean? It goes up and comes back down, man. You got to think of the trajectory of a yeah. 67 mile an hour, 12 to 6 curveball <laughs> hitting a bird flying across. That, he would take. He would need at least another thousand more pitches. He would need at least 2,000 sl- pitches before Dude, the slow mo image of that would be awesome, though. Because it would look like the bird flying through the arch of the the ball. Yes. Totally. <laughs> 
No way it happened. No <laughs> way. Not on no the curveball. Not even close. And besides, it was a 67-mile-hour pitch. The ball would just bounce off the bird. <laughs> bird could fly. Bird just keeps just keeps I think flying. the bird, I mean, it, it would knock him out for a second, but it'd be like, you know, knock the wind out of him, then he'd get up and take off. Man, my brother told me about this last time, and he didn't come back. Son of a bitch. <laughs> You think you're going downtown for uh, opening day, Jared? Uh, no, man, I can't. I uh, I would like to, but it's uh, it's not in the cards. No pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. You know, we Maybe went to uh, Blue Jays game last year. Yes, we did. Blue Jays we, are a good team, man. We saw that uh, grand slam, that walk-off grand slam by Goldie. We also watched the guy get kicked out for uh, heckling, <laughs> um, what was it, Alex Bregman? I think it was. Yeah. No, it was... No. Um, Damn, it was one of the other former Astro players, though. You remember the the whole... Springer? Yes, yeah. Russ Springer. That's exactly who George. it was. George. Uh, George Springer. Jorge yes. Springer. George Springer. <laughs> he, this, this fan, we were literally sitting down low enough, and this fan's like sitting there chanting, you know, something about garbage cans. Garbage cans, probably sure. midway through the fifth inning, guy, the ushers walk up and say, get the f*** out of here, and you see a bunch of, like, Blue Jays players turned around and telling them to leave and shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just laughing and laughing and high-fiving this guy on the way out. I think that's probably like the only time somebody got kicked out and everybody high-fived him on the way up the aisle. <laughs> I mean, would you expect anything less? We always get good tickets. True. We do. We do. <laughs> Even if it is. Even if it is the final game for Yachty and Albert and seeing that 2 nothing loss of the Phils. Went to that playoff game. It was bad. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The swan song? Well, yep. What was worse about that, Pat? Loose. The the fact that we were supposed to be at a concert that night, or <laughs> we skipped out on going to see uh, what was it? Five Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> I think you made the right choice. I think so. <laughs> well, well, hold on now. I we yeah, made the right choice. Let's right leave it choice. at that. Let's leave it at that. Let's, well, uh, I'm not talking about the rest of your choices that night. I'm just talking. <laughs> Let's take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk some blues and uh, talk some more about next Saturday. Is that cool with everybody? Yeah. All right. Let's uh, play some Gravity Kills right next on Beyond FM.
of everything STL. All day, all night. We're coming to you 24-7, 365 days a year. Beyond FM.
for real. Somebody needs to fill my cup. It's a It's Crystal O'Connor and the Whiskey Rebels with Ozarks on Beyond FM. An interesting conversation we're having. Yeah, you got to talk to him about that at some point. I'm uh, not gonna. I'm not going on the record about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that did not go over air because Jesus. Christ. Are we sure? I mean, we've been known to do some crazy things. On yeah, this that show. would that would rank up there <laughs> with uh, with definite with uh, Dan O'Connor stories just put it that way it's all it's all true you know what I mean that's the most amazing part of it we still need to get her on air or on the show on the show by herself no Dan no Ben just Crystal oh no that's not what I was talking about I was talking about uh, the one that we uh, hot mic'd Oh, Rachel? Yes. No. Well, yeah, we need to get Rachel, but, you know, I've apologized numerous times <laughs> for that one. So we we had uh, the Wild and Free. We were supposed to have the Wild and Free. Oh, cool. And the only person that showed up was Mike. Okay. So we're talking, like, off air and not realizing yeah. that the mics were still alive and still hot. Uh, <laughs> and we were just like, yeah, Dan's got to fucking work, and I'm just giving shit about Dan. And then I said <laughs> something about, yeah, Rachel's got, got her own, got therapy and stuff like that. And then we get bombarded with text messages saying, you guys are st- like, the mics are you're, still alive. You're still on. Chrissy did it. Uh, a couple of our fact checkers did it. Tony said it. And it's like, seriously, you guys are still alive. Watch the f- mics. Good Lord. <laughs> We're supposed to be professionals here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and I apologize more times over I to Rachel it. about that. So Sure. Uh, we... Trying to figure out where we're going to go with this next break. We want to talk some blues hockey. We definitely got to talk this past Saturday. Saturday mayhem. Sa- yeah, the for the first time I and I can recall now that we have four major uh, professional sports again in the city of St. Louis: the Cardinals, the Blues, the BattleHawks, and St. Louis City SC all played on the same day. Yeah, so we went four zero and one on Saturday. Cardinals. <laughs> Tied with a split squad. Yeah, on a split, split squad. squad. They won one game, tied one. The Blues decided to wake up and actually play hockey mm-hmm. and won a game. Uh, the Battlehawks set a season high score. Of, I want to say it was 29 to 6. Yes, it was. Um, so they are now 4 and 2 on the season and mm-hmm. still in second place. And the St. Louis SC won 4 nothing for the second shutout of the season. Second in a row, too. And they are now 5-0 and oh and going to continue to build the uh, historic run of what is uh, MLS expansion team history as they are now the only team to win five consecutive games. That is uh, two home games and three away games to start their season. This is exactly true. Uh, I couldn't have said it any better myself. Uh, what's funny is how... 
Sporting Kansas City, the soccer team out there, is getting trolled and dogged all over Twitter and Instagram and Facebook because they have it checkmarked that they are, in fact, the soccer middle of the soccer universe. And well, yet St. Louis is just, and they are sitting in last place right now. They are sitting in last place, and St. Louis is sitting on top of the top of the standings in the West right now. And here's the thing about with all sports, and we've seen this kind of in the last few years with hockey, and it can go either way. You wait, can wait, wait, either wait. have a very good expansion draft, okay, as the Las Vegas uh, Golden Knights did, mm-hmm. or you can have the crappy one that's the Seattle Kraken did uh, this past season. Two uh, seasons ago, or two seasons ago now, yeah, because we're pretty much done with this one. Yeah, uh, where they held up the uh, whole league with their draft picks um, and didn't do so hot, and you know. Just because St. Louis SC is on fire right now doesn't mean that this is going to be the same next year. I mean, Vegas came out extremely hot their first season, made the Stanley Cup Finals, unfortunately did not win it. But the very next season, once the salary cap actually started playing a factor and they had to start moving players, you know, we haven't seen the same Golden Knights that we did the, their first season. No, you're exactly right. But I think St. Louis City SC, they've they've kind of, the, the from what I understand, like the most of the contracts that they got and everything that they, they're working with right now, they're looking for at least like three or four seasons with the same nucleus team, basically. They even lost a couple of players that had to go towards like, I think, one in particular had to go to Canada for the uh, Canadian national team. Uh, I believe he comes back this week. Yeah, I think it was only right. supposed to be two games uh, with uh, Team Canada. Yeah, from what I was reading. So I think he when once he gets back, you know, it's going to help the team out just as much as he was when he was there. Klaus, on the other hand, I don't think there's any stopping that guy, and he keeps getting gifts for goals. Yeah. Man, uh, look, I was right watching. Right place, right time. Seriously. I was watching the game on Saturday um, from Mulligan's uh, sports bar there in uh, Ellisville. And uh, I was just amazed because the first half really seemed like it was an even pace game. And then St. Louis SC just came out in that second half of that game, and Klaus was just. Open, uh, open, and he was in the right place at the right time, and you know, taking advantage. How? What did uh, Joey uh, uh, Zembinski say? He was like, just you know, so many gifts all at once, and you're just not—they're just taking advantage of it every single time. So, I mean, when you're the new face of the league, and it's something that's been in the works for a couple seasons years say now at least almost a decade well i mean you got to really look so when i think as soon as the rams left the rams left became, but like, it was started before the rams left because while the rams were packing their bags and Crocky was still playing the the games here in st louis like oh we're gonna stay we're gonna redo the stadium blah 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 blah. Well, if you build us a new stadium st louis sc was already in the works yeah so it's been since the rams left so what are we five seasons from the rams six seasons from the rams being in st louis roughly i want to say yeah. so <clears throat> we're talking about six years we have a brand new stadium that was built which looks absolutely amazing um, 
and we got a great soccer team along with a great soccer community in St. Louis. And that was something that was hidden for a long time because we were really only a three sport team majorly. I mean, we had our arena teams like ambush steamers, whatever they wanted to go by that season. Um, but I mean, you could only put so many people in that. And with it being the Bush soccer park out near 44. Yeah. Uh, Lou few soccer park as well. Um, but, I mean, you only had a couple big names that were playing on those teams, like uh, Daryl Duran. But, I mean, by the time Daryl Duran actually made it back to Ambush, I mean, he was at the end of his career. Yeah. And, you know, he's he was a f- driving force into getting this MLS team. And there for a while, we didn't think it was actually going to happen, too, because I think once the Rams started to, like, pack their bags, it was like, it was a pipe dream, almost. Well, not, not just that. You start looking at, you know, we how much St. Louis got screwed over by the Rams. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot of money that got put into. And I know Rustin's probably listening in, just thinking like, oh, yeah, Stan Kroenke lives in your guys' heads. I, I never once mentioned his name. Um, I'm just spitting facts at this point. Um, but... Actually, you did, but we're not we're not going to hold you hold it to you. Oh, I did say Kroenke, did yes, I? you did. Dang it, <laughs> whatever. Um, but it, it's all facts, Rustin. It's all facts. We put so much money into redoing the sta- the dome, and we had passed bills to you know there build was, a new there stadium. Were so many things, like so many factors that were leading into it, and we were about to like fork over. I think it was like $560 million to renovate this entire stadium. And then he suddenly is like, no, you got to pay for all of it. We were willing to pay for about 75% of like what it was going to cost. Even if we would have paid for the whole thing, he wasn't staying. No. SoFi Stadium was already in process. He had already they had already bought, broke ground. Yeah, he already broke ground in Inglewood, California. He got so, delayed a little. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that shops at Walmart, yeah. you're scum. <laughs> Haven't stepped foot in Walmart in so long. Just now, Sam's Club. Up. I know it's the same family, but I'll still go to Sam's Club. <laughs> We're good. You good? Yeah. Seat just knocked it over. Okay. Seat just knocked it over. Uh well we don't want to ignore Jared. I mean, we're talking about all this and I'm not sure have you you consider what, going the whole to Kroenke thing? Well, that's the thing, man. I'm a Bears fan, so I, I actually watched this thing. I watched the Rams last thing. <laughs> Bears. Bears. <laughs> Bears started in my in Decatur, Illinois, before yeah. they moved to Chicago. So, as far as all that goes, half the town is Cardinal fans, half the town is Cub fans, and the entire town is Bears fans because the Bears started there and they mm-hmm. moved up there, and it's actually on the board when you drive into the city. But uh, I landed on the Cardinal fan side, so. I will allow you to stay on the show then. I landed on the on the good side. Um, But no, the the whole thing was yeah. I agree with you guys. Uh, He had it all that planned out. I mean, as far as from what I understand about the whole situation, it was just he just kept moving the goal line. Yeah, and is what it is. 
We uh, what was the total we got back? We put in seven hundred ninety million dollars. What we got no, back. no, 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 no. I mean the the, uh, the amount that the city invested. It was a couple million dollars or oh, something yeah. around that along that. We had already invested. Obviously, I got say, that like back three, in spades. Yeah. Um, and we continue to stick it to them when you know when the chips are down. They can't even get the people into the Ram Stadium. That thing's beautiful, though, man. You seen that thing? It's an oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's got a really nice stage well, going in it right now. Yeah. It, it, you're just like, Jesus. You, you look at, uh, you remember that scene in Gladiator where that dude looks up at the Coliseum and that the, they had all the, you know, when they were bringing Russell Crowe in with his buddy and he's just like, I didn't even know men could build such things. You know? Yeah. That's how you look at when you look at that damn thing. It's amazing. But he's also an asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? So fuck it. Which I'm really... But they can't even sell the thing out for either of the teams that they got playing over there. So that's maybe... Yeah, because the, char- the Chargers are playing there and so are the Rams. And neither one of them... Neither of them can, like, yeah. It's just like, yeah. No, it's getting ready to have its first sellout this coming weekend, though. Oh, yeah? Really? What? WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. SoFi Ooh, Stadium. Yes, yeah. yes. But here's um, the thing. I was really surprised that, and I guess he only pulled the trigger on it because it's such a new place, but Vince McMahon and Stan Kroenke do not get along no, at they do all. Not. They do so not. the fact that he's doing WrestleMania in SoFi Stadium it is amazing. Is amazing. Yeah. And you got to know, like a lot of the other like board of directors and everybody else had like more of a hand in that because... You, you sure how uh, he still won't do anything at the dome because of it. What do you mean? You will not see any WWE oh, events the at the dome. At America Center? Yes. It was just at Rumble last year. No, that was we didn't. That was not. Oh, it was the dome. Yeah. I'm sorry. I take that back. I forgot I was at the. I don't know. I go to so many no. places nowadays. No, you're talking. No, the the fact that they're working together. What was it? Oh eight. I want to say it was 08 and his uh, Denver Nuggets, the basketball team, Mm. he did not expect them to make the playoffs. And they booked a WWE Monday Night Raw to be in Denver. (laughs) And they're not going to change the game. They're not going to cancel the game. They're not going to move. And so they basically stand... Was at an impasse with Vince. Vince packed his bags. They went out to L.A. And he trolled Stan Kroenke all (laughs) damn night. (laughs) Has an impersonator walk out with a fake mustache, and he's like, and he points out the fact that his middle name is Enos. Enos. He's like, you got some Enos in me, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Just all, and he just trolled Cronky the entire night. I don't think they ever worked together after that. Well, probably. That's how you burn a bridge. Yeah, you know, and this the whole this whole thing may be because Vince isn't running the show no more. I mean, I know it was announced when Vince was still, still board of directors, mm-hmm. still but I mean, everything. Yeah. you know, he's, it's more of a publicly traded company. Now when you got the, in 2008, we were just, they were just coming off the big lawsuit and a lot of other stuff was going on. Um, a lot of other stuff was going on and, I forget where I was Steroid going to allegations. Yeah, I know. Stuff. I know. Just in case anybody else was wondering what Doug was trying to refer to there. Well, Crispin Wall. Well, yeah, it was two years after that, two years after Eddie and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I just found it amazing that wrestling was the only thing that continued on even through COVID. Wrestling <laughs> yeah, is impervious to COVID. And that was at my school. WWE was the only thing on TV. <laughs> there were no sports. There was nothing. No. Everything else had shut down completely. And, and they're, they're watching. watching. 
WWE's on. People he, are going back and forth between watching like reruns of like old baseball games to watching like WWE in the Thunderdome and AEW while they right. were sitting in. Nobody was there, but they still did it. But <laughs> like it's Vince amazing. McMahon, how do you pull that off? Was how does that happen? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> how they. It's like, it's, they're like, no, everything needs to shift down except for. Wrestling. Well, <laughs> what? you gotta, you gotta think, you gotta think I mean, of two things. That should have been a red flag, right? It should have been. You're you exactly gotta, right. You gotta Wait think of two minute. things that happened there. <laughs> One, Donald Trump was president. Yeah. Him and Vince McMahon are buddy. buddy. They are buddies. Uh, his wife was on is in Congress. Great, <laughs> but great, how, but here's great uh, amazing hair versus hair match. But how did Tony <laughs> Khan get away with it though? If, if uh, wrestling, well. If Vince could get away with it with with uh, and with nobody Trump. said a word, that yeah. was the thing. It was just on, man, because I was like, I think people was like they were like they didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, but like, well, shit, we got to watch something. Yeah, <laughs> but, hey, Vince, I wonder what ratings were like in that. You know what I mean? What the real ratings look like? Vince you know, were they was, was, really no, like, the ratings were like really high. They had to be great, there. right? Yeah. For like the first like six months, and then like TV started to like come out with new shows and shit like that, and they were doing. Uh, so it was, I want to say it was like they were trying to do as much social distancing while filming the shows as much mm-hmm. as possible. Sure. Shit, so. Vince had the guys, they weren't, they like had their mask on until they were coming out of Gorilla. Out of yeah. Sure. Yeah. Once they came out of curtain, like right before they walked out, they could take their mask off. They did their match. They also got in some trouble because the TV cameras were still rolling during commercial breaks. Yeah, and, there was uh, a number of Alexa those. Bliss, uh, Bailey, Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Nikki uh, got caught joking around yeah. in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's, so they go. It's in the middle of a SmackDown. It's a it's a tag team match, and all of a sudden we'll be right. You know, Michael Cole, we'll be right back, and they cut, but. There's another camera that still catches it, and they just stop wrestling, and they're just like hanging around. They're joking around with Michael Cole. They're messing with the referee and shit like that, and they're oh. just having conversations for like two or three minutes till they come back, and then they're so like, there was an intermission. Yeah, it was no, almost I mean, like an intermission. Nah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Oh, okay, that's fine. I mean, come on, this is, this is, we're in uncharted territory here. There's nobody here. I mean, the Thunder <laughs> the, the Thunderdome was a great idea. It was. It was it was definitely one of the better ideas that was going on during COVID. And I honestly think that a lot of that idea came from where NXT was being held. Well, yeah, Full Sail University. Yep, your alma mater. Alma mater. Like you just have to throw it out each. I week. did. I had to. Every week he's got to mention his his old school. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you see, we take one more. Let's take another break. Let's play uh, some more forty five. I don't that? want to take a break. Take a break. Let's All play, right, let's fine. Play, uh, roll me home. How about that? All right, there you that go. Sound good, Jared? Sounds good to me. All right, here's "Roll Me Home" by the Forty Five on Beyond FM. The best of everything STL. You're goddamn right. Beyond FM. Baby, make like I do with the punches and roll me
best of everything STL. We mean everything. Everything, everything. This is Beyond FM. Way to fit and I penicillin it. I'm living like a villain. Every time I'm on the track, I'm killing us all. Finish the way we finish in this bitch. But don't get offended by the wild side. We're blind side just so fast. Like you're trying to bet a blind eye. Bye bye. Get this talk. Get this. Most of y'all want to catch it every night. Nah, 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 nah. Your nana. It's Egan's Rats with Cuckoo Kids on Beyond FM, the best of everything STL. Before that, you heard Roll Me Home by The 45, which I'm pretty sure, was that the latest video that you guys did? No, or, uh, the latest was Tightrope. That's okay, the in-between, right. uh, in-between Disaster and, uh, and Tightrope. And that was the one, did you guys do that at like a... We did that at the Diamond. That was yeah. the uh, the diamond film, and okay. uh, we did some green screen stuff with that. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a good one. The too. video game, the eight bit graphics, and all that. Right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. If you have not seen some of their videos, you got to go on YouTube and check out the music videos for the Please. 45. They are good. Well, we, we talked about at the they're beginning paid of the show. for. Please go watch them. <laughs> we talked about it at the beginning of the show with uh, disaster. And the subtle nod with a QT cup and what yeah. I thought that was fucking great. <laughs> so, uh, you said you prefer, you did some uh, shots through Diamond, right? Mm-hmm. Would you yeah, say yeah. Diamond is probably like one of your most favorite venues? Oh, we there? love the Diamond. Topher and Johnny and that whole crowd. They're just they've just been tremendous to us. Like 
since they really opened, they're just phenomenal people. We love that place. Yes. So that's probably where we've played the most in the last, uh, yeah, definitely last year or so for sure. But they're, they're, they're fantastic. And they opened up the doors to us. We put Topher in the video. Uh, it was the role he was born to play. Uh, I told him that that's how I pitched it to him and, uh, he bit and it was on, fantastic. It, it, it probably wouldn't have took too much convincing for no, You know what? You know, don't say that, man. Topher's very selective in what he does, I think. Uh, but he showed up, man. He was like dressed to the nines. You could see it. I'm like, man, he just, he fully committed. It was so great. Um, and, and we love him for it. Um, but yeah, the, the, the dime is fantastic. Um, but we did, uh, you know, as far as everything goes, uh, we've played out there a couple times and we're like, okay, um, you know, as far as everything went, we wanted to do a show closer to the city because we do have some friends that live in the city. Like, good Lord, we don't want to drive. You know, I get it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, as far as everything goes. So we want to do something a little closer to the city this go around, which is kind of how we, uh, we kind of came to terms with Rustin, you know, and everything. I'm like, let's do this cool idea, you know, where we do this, like a, we wanted to do a showcase, right? You know, right. Uh, at a cool room and we got Blueberry Hill to, uh, to, to host us. So yeah. And, and that's Rustin probably has heard me pitch a number of different times with like me and Tony and Rustin have all had conversations about like what shows would we want all be able to put on if we could. Mm-hmm. And I constantly told him, 45, 45. Yeah. Well, so I'm not blowing smoke up your guys' ass. I appreciate you guys that, man. Are definitely one of my favorite bands in the entire city and like the whole Thank local you. scene. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, so it was Rustin that basically got that. It was Rustin together. and I kind of, yeah, talking. I mean, uh, Rustin and I have actually gone, uh, he's phenomenal dude. And it was a scenario where we wanted to put together, uh, it was weird for us because, you know, pre COVID, um, no, most shows you would see and they were like, Similarly, book bands, right? You know, where you'd have uh, an all metal show and all punk show. The whole idea behind this and what I think, you know, I think it's actually starting. You're starting to see these types of, you know, the the, the mixed bill shows show up more and more. And that was kind of the goal behind this. We wanted, you know, we're a rock and roll band. We really don't, you know, it, we we wanted to get a, a couple different flavors of different bands in town and that was the whole it was to make it a diverse bill we wanted to have a punk band we got modern angst we you know uh inner outlines is like this really cool i i would call them a more modern rock um you know but i won't compare them to bands because you know i have my comparisons but somebody probably hears something different and they're like this really just amazing modern rock band and it was we're a rock and roll band so nobody no none of the bands on this bill sound like one another right Right. and that was the goal behind it but it was also one of those things where it's just like well it bodes perfectly for what beyond fm is because it's the best of everything stl so that's kind of how rustin and i go like we should make this an stl showcase you know this needs to be uh and there needs to be more of these you know what i mean around town that showcase all the different you know the diverse because there are that's the thing there's a lot of different bands in here and in in this city and it's it's starting to culminate more of a a culture i think and it's 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 exciting um but it needs to have its own uh you know it needs to have a show that everybody comes in and embraces everything you know it doesn't need to be just an all rock show or an all metal show or an all punk show it needs to be everything you know and and everybody on this band everybody on this bill i should say is just they're hustlers that's from from day one you know everybody on this is really done they do a good job at what they do and it's an exciting bill so we're excited to be a part of it and how did uh you guys get up like 
Blueberry Hill Duck Room because it's a legendary spot. Yeah, it's a fun room, man. It's uh, I I knew Bert uh, the the you know the the, the, the talent buyer down there um, from some past shows. The last show we played at Blueberry Hill, we opened for uh, which has been a while ago. Um, uh, we opened for the Glorious Sons uh, down there, and it's been forever ago. So it was like, okay, we haven't played there forever. It's a great room. Just seemed like a natural fit and. They had the date available. It was kismet, I guess. I don't know. Nice. So, yeah, yeah. Um, when we reached out to him, he's like, yeah, we just you know took some back and forth on lining up a date and off and running. Nice. Nice. Well, next Saturday, uh, April, right? April 8th. April yes. 8th, Blueberry Hill Duck Room, Modern Angst, Inner Outlines, and the 45. It is going to be an all- fucking night show it is going to be amazing so if you haven't got your tickets now make sure to get your tickets i am dragging, i'll be there i'll be there douglas moore that's what i'm talking about it's i i believe is this going to be your first local show it will be yeah awesome i feel so bad <clears throat> knowing the fact that he is my co-host and this is going to be his first local show uh, they're late you know i got i gotta work <laughs> somebody's not gotta, not on sunday the somebody's baby gotta needs to sleep man well okay so up until recently sundays were my cram 40 hours of schoolwork into one day yeah that would just end it in november and we've only had a couple shows since then true true uh there was one thing i was going to ask you about jared i want to ask you like is there like a because Mills said this i want to get your uh, expertise or your take on it. Hmm. Is there kind of like a friendly little, like little rivalry between like some of the bands, like you guys versus outrun the fall? No, like uh, I because think it's it seemed like that a little bit. Did he? Uh, well, that's, that's news to me. No, I, uh, <laughs> that man is a sweetheart. Uh, he is, he is an absolute, uh, he just makes, he sent me that thing uh, that we're using for the, that, that clip of him singing tightrope that is in the promo for this show. Oh. And it's actually a tribute to him. I hope he knows this uh, because it is, I mean, he sent me that just out of the, out of the blue and he loves, he, he sent me a really nice note that basically said something around, he really digging the song and he was really energetic about it. I could tell. And then he sent me this thing and I'm just, it, I played it at the, at everybody in the band just, just immediately smiles ear to ear smiles, like Joker size smiles, you know, yeah. on your face. You're like, God, that is so great. <laughs> I mean, that's like, what Mills does. That's what that's, Mills does. It's totally what it was. I'm like, this is the best review I've ever heard of this, you know, of yeah. this up, period. I'm like, I wish I could put this on YouTube where people could listen to this underneath the song because I think it would be amazing. Uh, I would say, I think but I we don't of, have, I, I, I would I think I worded it wrong. Basically. Yeah. There's no, it was, say, it, he said something when we were, I was hanging with him uh-huh. during your guys' uh, last set at diamond. And he said, you guys had brought like a bunch of extra stuff on stage or something like that, like more equipment than. Oh them. yeah, that's yeah. what it was. That was the line, and oh. I'm like, oh, he thinks he, he no, he's like, no, uh, it's an ongoing joke because nobody brings as much stage stuff on stage. He's like the not 45. wrong. Uh, we played a show with them at Diamond with Inimical Drive, and he was not wrong. We have substantially slimmed down our stage rig. Uh, we. We just had so much crap. We had two refrigerators, cabinets, everything. I mean, it was, it's insane what we used to carry around. And I don't know how we did it for as long as we did uh, with regards to all the stuff. We, we've, we've slimmed that down, and he's not wrong. That was a mistake. Uh, we, we, we immediately tried, you know, we were like, okay, we, we, we can't 
lug both of these damn things. We need this is silly. Uh, as far as that goes, yeah, uh, that that was that was in the uh, that was several years ago. We've we, we've gotten much better than that. I mean, it took damn near an hour to get all the crap and off. You the remember stage. that was the night that me and me and Mills were hooting and hollering at you. Oh sure, night. sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, their whole that was their, fun. their whole yeah. set. Anytime they like stop like playing for like a split second or something like that, me and Mills were just sitting there chanting something about Jared with having the best jacket, cat calling, <laughs> yeah, just. Cat cat Colin Jerry. I take it as a compliment. <laughs> the man that goes in the public in the men's restroom and takes selfies. Yeah, with Dan then goes cat call. Actually, Dan I Carnes. was the one who took that photo for him. Yes, he was. <laughs> he was. A lot of people don't know that because I was behind the camera. I'm like, there you go, boys. I'm gonna go take a leak now and get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> the way we had to like we had to tell Dan or we had to tell Jared, it was basically hey, like, "Hey, we need your help. We need your help for a second. Okay, <laughs> we exactly. need your help in the we, bathroom. We need your help for a second. We gotta do, we gotta take a bathroom selfie. And he's go just to like, bathroom, what? So I'm gonna go, but I, I still refuse. Yeah, I basically told you, I'm gonna go to the bathroom because I need to take a leak, but. I, I withhold the right to refuse anything else once I cross that threshold <laughs> until I find out what's going on. Yeah. Because that's not scary. That was, well, that, that know, was a mixture. I, I covered my bases, yeah. That was a mixture of Dan's idea versus me. take a bathroom like, selfie. Yeah, because oh, okay. it's a, it's an ongoing thing for, like, the, <laughs> yeah, for Brooke. And, Everybody and, uh, takes a bathroom yeah. selfie of the diamond. It's so kind of the thing. It's at just least the what girls, you do. Yeah, it's just what you do. It's, <laughs> it's the girls do it, but then, then me and Dan had to do it. Now, sure. anytime me and Dan are at Diamond, we have to do it over again. <laughs> Although I think the last one, we kind of like scarred Rustin for life. Oh, yeah? Because we were doing it, we did we, we did it like did so, make, you know, the urinals. Oh. At the yeah, urinals. <laughs> we had to do something different. Dan's like, hey, let's do it at the urinals instead. And Rustin's like, what the is going on? Yeah. You're junk. Yeah, you make one wrong turn and you're junked on the internet. <laughs> This is why they take all our fun things away. <laughs> this, this is why we can't, why we have, can't nice have nice things. <laughs> all right, so give us a quick rundown. What do you think about Mania this week? Oh, this next week, shit. this coming weekend. Um, that's a good. Are question. you going to watch? Uh, I yeah, I, I think I am. Uh, I think I am. Um, I'm trying to figure that out myself. Uh, where I'm going to go? But the I don't know. Uh, what do I think about Mania? I uh, I think uh, Orton's coming back in Mania. I think that that's my call, and I think he's that's going to be the reason Roman Reigns loses. Wouldn't be a bad prediction. So either that's going to be the reason Roman loses, or you're going to see RK Bro come back. There's a Mania. there's a TikTok going, or there's like I could take of people leave. being like, I'll "What's going to bring Orton back? I what's mean, your you reaction going to be?" On the bench. I really don't give a shit about him. But. There's a there's a TikTok reaction going around. What's going to what's your reaction going to be when you hear one, two, three, and you hear Roman's music playing because he retains? Oh, and you know, and a I, lot of people are pit. Would be I pissed. like it. I, I like the swerve myself. Uh, you know, it's one of those things. It's just like you, you, you it would just piss you off even more. Yeah, and you'd hate him even more. So yeah. I can totally see why you could do that. It would drive the. It would create the night after yeah. Mania, which is always a crazy night. Even make it even more rowdier. I think. Well, and then they have backlash to plan for too. So it's either that, or uh, I think if Roman loses, then I think it'll like spew over into backlash to where it'll be. I don't think Roman and the USOs lose. 
I don't think they both one lose. or the other. I think it's one or the other. Yeah. So who's going to lose? Because you have to keep a little power balance here, and I think they're going to keep the bloodline going if Roman takes a vacation for the next couple of months. I think Jay's going to run that. Yeah. Pick things back up, and they might bring you know maybe somebody else into the fold and bring him back in. I don't I'd know. Say the Rock's daughters. In training right She's now. She's down there. Yeah, that could NXT. totally add something. What's your, what's your prediction then, Doug? you got to keep Heyman with them they're, if they're yeah. going to stay bad. Yeah. He's perfect for that. Oh, yeah. He is the great. He's, he's the here's fucking the, best. Here's the thing. I he's love not guy. even talking. He doesn't, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to talk, and he's so over as a heel right now. It's so perfect. Mm-hmm. Just uh, the just the era of scumbag that is Paul Heyman. Well, I love to keep him bad. Uh, I think Ripley wins. I think the Judgment Day goes to SmackDown on the draft. Uh, I think she wins. And I think Oscar wins, and Oscar stays on Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, you think uh, the Demon beats uh, Evil Edge? Or uh, Edge I or heard that Gangrel was coming back. I thought yeah. that was hilarious. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> he's old not in any brood, kind of shape bring, to go up. Well, old school brood. Uh, I, I lo- uh, the intros are amazing. I yeah. think I think that match will be, I think it will be really good. I think the best part of that match, though, will be the entrances. Yeah. I think that those will be the, 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 the highlights of the night. The in, in a lot of versus regards. the demon. 20-minute yeah. long entrance. It'll be yeah. a 20-minute long entrance, I think. And that, it'll yeah. be worth it. It'll be a worth it. 20-minute long entrance for each one with a five-minute match. you're going for anyway in the long run. You know what I mean? Yeah, a 20-minute so, intro for each one with a five-minute long match. match. So, yeah, let them go. And I think that they'll put on a good show as far as all that goes. I don't know who wins because uh, I think uh, – uh, I, yeah, I think uh, the Judgment Day needs some momentum rolling in because yeah. I think they're going to SmackDown. Because and I think that was Edge's thing too people. when he came back. He's like, I don't want to, I don't want to lose, I don't want to like bury anybody. I don't want to yeah. win any titles. This well, it, here's the thing. So earlier this year, or maybe I'm sorry, not this year, but all the back end of last year, yeah. he did <laughs> he did state that. This was his final year. Yep. Mm-hmm. So this is probably his final mania. Most likely. And he'll probably lose it and yeah. be fine and roll off in the sunset. Because who wins their final mania match? Undertaker in a boneyard match that was yeah. cinematic. Ric Flair lost. Yeah. Shawn Michaels lost. Triple H lost. Yep. Uh, Austin won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, he did. I don't know. I, you know, here's the thing. So Cena and Austin Theory are kicking off night one. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't see Theory losing. No. In all honesty, because no, he has because nothing to gain, or Cena has nothing to gain when he's got movie. Well, he can't uh, come things. back either. Yeah. That's the thing. He can't, like, you have to take the title off of him at some point if he wins it. Yeah. So he's not coming back to do that. He's coming back for the big event, and that's going to be it. And he's yeah, going to put him over. One-off. And he's always going to put him over. Yeah. But that, I think everybody knew that. But he's also such a fucking draw that it actually makes great sense to put him first because technically, if you think back, all the old resume, the first match is never like supposed to be the best match. Well, it's supposed to be the first match. Yeah. Who was it? I forget. I watched the video about this not too long ago. There's two matches you either want. You want the first match because you're setting the stage for the yeah, whole show. Yeah, they started doing Jericho that Jericho said that. Yeah, or you want the last match. Yeah, Jericho was the one that said that because they went, him and Owens went on like second or third. Yeah. And they had a good match, but Vince said it was complete shit. Yeah. Because so. it was supposed to be first and then they got bumped. 
for the, I want to say it was Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, 32nd match. Something like that, yeah. But no, um, I see Reigns losing, and they'll figure out something to do with uh, Cody Rhodes because there's really no storyline after well, it'll this. it'll be a six-man tag. Cody and Sammy, Sammy and yeah. KO versus the Usos and Solo. Roman. Solo. Yeah, Solo. Yeah. Um, backlash, at least. Yeah. I mean, backlash is just going to be. It's yeah. like the hangover after the party. I, I, yeah, I really don't know. After Mania. I really don't know on the Ray and Dominic. I think we really have to see more of what comes out this Friday oh, or think, what even may have came yeah. out tonight. I think Dom yeah. wins, unfortunately. I would Dom, say Dom wins. And it puts nuclear heat onto that dude. You know what I mean? After I mean, that, he's and already then they get, move him to yeah. SmackDown and everybody hates his ass. Well, I think it's going to end up he being... Has a, to, he has to be hated because... He doesn't wrestle real well. No. <laughs> I honestly he's a, he think it's going to be a career he's on the line. Rip off between Eddie and Ray, like combined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a career on the line. You think it is? Yeah, Ray's done. I mean, you know, they kind of did Ray dirty in an aspect that he's being inducted into the Hall of Fame the night before he goes and faces his son, yeah. which he came out and said from the get go. He never wanted to have that match unless it was the end of his career. Right. So this has got to be his last match, I guess. I don't know. But I will say this. It's pretty cool to see Conan finally in uh, WWE. Going to induct him. Yep. Just one spot. It was Max Moon for five seconds, and then he leaves for 30 years, and now he comes back to induct Ray. (laughs) All right. So (laughs) next Saturday... Blueberry Hill Duck Room, the 45 Inner Outlines, Modern Angst. The 8th. It is going to be a badass show. Get your tickets, and we will see you out there. Make sure to follow the 45 on all the socials. Yeah, the 45 right? Rocks. Yep. 45 Rocks. YouTube. Uh, all of them. All of them. Make sure to follow them on all Instagram. the socials. All of them. Follow along the Corporal Jacob Madden Foundation since he's not going to say it. Oh, I was waiting. I, I don't want to cut you off. Yes, follow the Corporal Jacob Madden Foundation on Facebook, Instagram. You know where we are. Uh, make sure you buy your tickets. $25 in advance, $30 at the door. Table, but whatever. Yeah, it's at the table. It's and outside it, of it, so it's I mean, the table. If you don't want to buy tickets in advance and you want to pay the extra at the door or table, whatever Pat wants to call it, be my guest. Um, <laughs> Don't look for the door, though. You won't find it. Yeah, you won't find the Dad door. joke of the night. Dad joke of the night. Let's hear it. Why is Yoda so good at gardening? Because he's got a green thumb. No, he's all green thumbs. <laughs> Same difference. All right. Keep following on Beyond FM on Facebook, Instagram, everything. Uh, keep up to date. If you want to be on the concert calendar, you got anything you want us to hear, hit us up at beyondfm247 at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week. No idea who we're going to have on the show just yet, but we'll let you all know. Eat, drink, smoke locally. (laughs) That's better than live, love, or live, laugh, or uh, live, Live, laugh, and love. Yeah. Absolutely. Say it one more time, Doug. Eat, drink, and smoke locally.